Welcome to the Global from Asia e-commerce gladiator series, where you can follow along the progress of setting up a cross-border e-commerce business from start to finish. Hear insights of real product research, Amazon FBA, China manufacturing, branding, marketing, and all the blood, sweat, and tears of building a global business from Asia. Now, let's tune in. E-commerce gladiator episode sixteen, and it is getting towards the middle of November. And I was thinking of titling this episode "Purchasing from the Supplier Round Two. It sounds like a a battle here. It is. I mean, that's kind of an inspiration of the e-commerce gladiator name. And some of you guys have been asking a little bit about the TV show. We decided, at least I decided. We're going to try to do some video. We, video. We got some video interviews coming, but we're able to get much more deeper and much more better content in, in audio. I mean, that's what we are as a podcast. We started as a podcast four years ago, over four years ago now. So it's the way uh, it, that we like. It's our natural way of communicating. And uh, we're working on some video content. We have interviews with factory owners and e-commerce sellers in China. Coming up as a whole new series, Wendy's been helping out so much with that and we are moving forward well so today's show and for 16 of e-commerce gladiator series we have production samples coming we found a f- factory no more ewu market but it's in Zhejiang province Eno from insight quality and lorenzo one of our partners at par living have been going down and building up this first order for sisatano our coffee accessory our mocha pot brand and on today's show we have roland bernath he is our another partner at the company he's helping with the project management our coo of our fba business and we go through this list of items we have now that we're placing the order and it kind of gives us what we're thinking, you know, what, how much we should tell the factory, trust the factory, what preparing for the inspection, preparing for the listing. We've got the listing going on the Amazon account. So we just kind of go right down the list. And I think it's a pretty amazing talk and inspiring you guys take action. I've been talking to some of you and, uh, I hope you're following along and, and not just listening, but doing. And I also you, some of you guys know more than I do. So please share with us and, uh, let's keep rocking. All right, everybody. Episode 16 of the e-commerce gladiator series. We have Roland, one of the partners, Power Living. Thanks for getting up early for our for our talk today (laughs) anytime anytime hey everyone how's it going yeah yeah so we were talking about the topic this this time i think it's just sharing the actual you know this you know we're we finally found the right factory at least we hope we got the right one we hope so yeah (laughs) (laughs) we had that evil experience so now we're going to a normal factory but yeah go ahead we we thought we thought we found the right one back then too and then it turns out uh, 80 plus is uh, is bad quality, 80 plus percent. <laughs> so ho- ho- hopefully this time it, it actually is the right factory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Lorenzo's staying positive. He's really excited about this supplier. He went down with Eno from Insight Quality. And, and so I think right now we're waiting for a production sample to come. And I guess we got a few of them sent around to at least some of us in China to play with. 
Yeah, I I'm, I think it's a good idea to 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 tell the audience uh, what a production sample is. So basically, once you order a sample, you're you're gonna receive an item that you're looking for. But when you're asking for a production sample, you make sure that that sample is going to come out from the exact mold and the exact uh, uh, production that your must mass production is gonna come off of. Yep. Uh, that's the difference between a sample and the production sample, just for the record, true, so everyone true. is aware. That's great, thanks. And we even want to have, I know the factory was trying to save time but not engrave our name. It's going to put our logo inside, so we want to make sure it's exact, exactly like what we mass produce, so we're going we're gonna to insist to have them put the engraving on on the product, right? Which is, which is uh, our logo. going to be. Yeah, which is going to be great at differentiating, and not only the logo, but uh, the factory uh, is also providing the packaging, which is uh, which is uh, weird because it's not weird, but uh, not expected for us because we already had another package supplier. But this way, the factory is actually going to take care of the entire packaging for us, which means um, that we only need to give them the design. And uh, and they pretty much package pack it up for us to be ready to ship. Um, one interesting uh, idea about this is what if we have additional products and we do uh, in 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 our package. So next to our main product, we will want to have some additional uh, gadgets or or additional items in it. Um, do you think, Mike, it's it's uh, completely normal to send it to them and have them pack it for us? into a final bundle it's 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 uh there's a few different things to think about um one thing to think about is do we want them to know our final product i guess it's just some people are okay with the factory one factory knowing all of our products i guess and they'll the basically the big question is how much do we want to trust or or or, uh, how much knowledge or information do we want to give the supplier um if we have it packaged outside, maybe we could talk. I think uh, even Andy Church at Inside Quality is willing to do it. But if we use the outside packaging, like I know Mayor's company can provide that as well. Mm-hmm. The, the good part is it kind of hurt. One is it's, uh, they call it black box. So the idea is uh, the one supplier doesn't know all of our sources. Because if you ship like from four or five different other suppliers, they're going to probably be able to figure out where those come from and then technically they could you know sell on amazon or they could sell online or they could sell to other competitors and uh and yeah well that's, that's one hand on the other hand if you think about it you're 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 talking about a factory so is a factory with a setup production line lines set up history of 15 years or so um is going to is going to go for our for our couple of dollars uh, uh, gadgets to make sure that they can provide it in the same industry, although they are playing in, I, I'm aware of that, but they, I mean, they are OEM factories. So do you think they're going to be like, Oh, look at what they're doing. Let's do that. Copy that. And, and do the same thing. I mean, uh, Chinese factors and Chinese people are famously are not uh, good at selling in the U S Based on my experience, yeah. I'm not. I, I don't want to say this and not to offend anyone, but but they, we, we've we've had several factories and uh, 
even wholesalers come to us and, and be like, hey, guys, what you're doing is great. And please help me get out uh, from China and, and the South in the U.S. And, and in Europe. So I feel like, you know, it's it, it might be something that 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 would slow us down to think about and not really have to uh, worry about this. Um, I don't know. Like you might be right or you might not be right. This is this is what I cannot decide right now. If if because if you're if you have it packaged with someone else, then we have to move the entire batch, uh, pro, uh, produced batch, to to someone instead of move everything else to the factory that we already have. It's true. It, I mean, that's the negative. Is it's going to make the cost of logistics a little bit more yeah. complex? I guess it's true. I mean, our product's not so... I think it's also about our product's not... Obviously, that's... Uh, it's not like... Sometimes you might do that if you're buy, if you're making like a, a brand new patented product, like an electronics component, and you don't want the uh, factory to know all the yeah. pieces of the electronics or something that's maybe uh, got a, li- a lot of different secret kind of pieces. So um, it's just it's just a thing to think about. But yeah, usually it's usually people just send it to the factory. I did that my last my last uh, e-commerce business. I would send it to the factory. Um, yeah, I mean, if if we if we're thinking about the costs, which uh, uh, which we do, and everyone should, um, I think I can say the uh, the price of the box the factory provided us. It's like five cents or so for each item. Yeah, and the box provider we already have is providing us uh, a higher price, like uh, 30, 30 cents, around thirty cents. This means it's it's six times as much as the factory providing us at the same place as the product come out. Meaning, we, we could pay so much less. They would pack it up for us because because uh, the the packaging. Uh, uh, contact only provides the box, but they not even package it for us. So that means six times the clock, uh, the cost plus have someone go there and package it for us, uh, and include everything in it. So it's like double cost, not, not taken, uh, in account the shipping. True. True. Yeah. I mean, we're going to do it. So I think it's every, everybody's got to decide for themselves. If you're listening, I think it's, and, and, and look, Mike, what we are we are on a podcast. There are thousands of people listening to us right now and telling them what we're doing. Do you think we have to be afraid of a factory, a Chinese factory, when we have the uh, like one of the greatest teams uh, building up the, the entire process? True, true, true. <laughs> I mean, let, let's just—it's true, but uh, you know, I think uh, I. I've seen my own products get listed on Alibaba. I did some of my own trademarked products called like Electropor and the factories would mistakenly list them onto Alibaba and uh, I'd have to email them to delete it. And they'd say, Oh, sorry, mistake. And then actually the sales girl (laughs) would leave the company. She would tell me, no, it's not a mistake. Actually, the boss told me to put it there. So, you know, uh, I have to say that um, it's not a problem now, but then later when they start listing it on Alibaba and Global Sources and all these directories as a kit, and uh, somebody else can just contact them and say, I want to buy this exact kit. And they're like, okay, sure, this price, it makes it much easier for someone else to do, which could be listener, and it could yeah. be the factory, and it would 
all the work we've been spending now sourcing yeah. all this stuff uh, would be just given away to someone else. So there, yeah. while there's not such a complicated product to source, but uh, anyway, it's just something to think about. But yeah, I think it's not the main value right now. Our, our marketing, our sales, our team, our, our execution is what really matters. But we're moving to the purchase order. So I was talking to Lorenzo. We have, you know, lucky we have Andy Church with Insight. They have uh, templates, I believe, or, or, you know, they can help us with making the purchase order. But we definitely got to make sure we have all this outlined, like if they're late or if there's uh, quality issues, you know, things like that. So we definitely got to make sure we yeah. make that. We could also have, uh, what do you think on, on about an NDA? Sure. I know, I know all these contracts are like um, formal and they either keep it or not. But once... We have like a non-disclosure agreement with uh, with Para Living and the factory. They might be less likely to cheat on us. Or sure, this called actually the best is called the NNN agreement. So it's non-disclosure, non-compete, non-circumvention. Mm-hmm. So that's the ultimate one. It uh, includes NDA. So okay, um, something we should definitely look at. Yeah. And moving forward, also part of the, I just want to share what I've learned in my years. So uh, we got to make a QC checklist. Uh, you know, we have inside quality to help us. So, yeah. But basically, what that is, is a list of what we're going to be checking. And I used to think that you had to hide this from the factory, but actually. I've learned that you share with them up front what you're going to be checking so that they make sure that the quality is there. Yeah, there's there are several ways to do this. Um, I, I've been, you know, I, I was in China just a couple of weeks ago, and this is exactly what we did, uh, checking some factories, making sure that they're manufacturing the right thing. And basically, uh, you want to share it to them because they also want to improve. Like, we have to forget about cheap China and China copies and, and all this, this is not the reality anymore. Chinese factories are becoming huge and they are becoming the largest dis, um, manufacturers of the world. They don't, they don't, they don't, they don't want to be copycats anymore. They, they want to be like uh, uh, individual and strong factories on their own. And to be able to do that, they want to improve. And all these quality checks and, uh, and the, the checklist you provide them makes them, uh, makes them learn or makes them, uh, or gives them the opportunity to learn and grow and see that, okay, what, what are, what are the requirements that we have to compete with in order to win this customer and win that customer and win that customer. So it's better to work with them in order to mutually grow. I, I believe it's true. It's true. Yeah, so it's, uh, you know, I think just the main takeaway for, I think, listeners is there's no no secrets, I think, about what you're checking. Actually, I think it's a, it's a good thing. And while Lorenzo was there just this past Friday, he was sending us, uh, or he was saying the factory's addressing uh, those sample improvements that we said from the last uh, week's update, where we saw yeah. some issues. So the factory knows these issues, and they know that they're important to us. Um, I've had quality issues in the past with my previous products yeah. and sometimes they just would say they didn't know so like one example i had roland was uh the temperature that it had to withstand uh of these tables i bought from china mm-hmm. and it got s- people put these folding tables into their trunks and it would get so hot that it would melt the sticker off the top of the table it was like a stick on oh. and then the factory said oh you didn't tell us that we needed to make it 
to withstand this temperature. So the more you, we tell the factory what we need, the less uh, they can say we didn't, they didn't The more they're going to make it. Yeah. I mean, this uh, heat resistance uh, is also very important right now, their product. So, and the same thing, once we told them that, look, we heard uh, that people well, can get burned or or some of the parts of the product can burn or, or melt. They said like, oh, we have a solution for that. So as soon as, as uh, we told them what we want, they already had the solution for it. Okay. You just got to ask. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So it's our job to make sure. That's what we did during the sample testing, you know, finding different problems yeah. with the heat and other things. So. Exactly, okay. but 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 make sure to to test your product. Don't don't trust the factory right away because we could have we could have because we could have said that ah oh, so many of our of our uh, not competitors but other companies that sell the same product would go to this factory and they would buy the exact same thing. So it must be good. It must be good quality. Don't trust it. Don't trust anyone. Make sure go up there. Check it yourself. Make sure that it's it's what you want. Make sure that it's something that you can put your name to it, and make sure that it's 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 gonna withstand all the you know reviews, and you're not gonna get the negative reviews. It's definitely yep. So we're getting there, and so we are also one point that I think is interesting for listeners is the payment terms. So I don't know. Lorenzo seems excited about this Alibaba payment. I I haven't been sourcing for a while, but I usually just do the TT or the telegraphic transfer. Which I think we're gonna do, but um, they w- they said either Alibaba payment or the uh, thirty seventy, which I think is standard in my experience. Thirty percent deposit, thirty percent upon release. And of, seventy up. Yep. Yeah, to release the goods. Product. It it is good, and uh, I believe they are open for negotiations long term. If you want to get better uh, payment terms, like thirty uh, TT or something. But also, it's it's it's. I think for the record and for the audience, make sure not to give hundred percent upfront. It's, you can burn yourself because uh, what happened to us last time is, uh, thanks God, we didn't give them hundred percent. We gave them some some percentage upfront for for the entire batch, and when it came and it turned out to be eighty percent bad quality, we could just ask for the refund of that that I don't know ten or twenty percent. But if we if we've given the hundred percent upfront, the factory or the the wholesaler could have easily told us that, hey look, it's it it is what it is. You you saw it, you've seen the, the quality, sorry. And it it, it would have not been cool. So make sure not to to release the entire uh, the entire payment at once. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, I think uh, I think for now we can't really ask for more. I think thirty seventy is pretty fair. At the, especially yeah, the it is. It is good. And I mean, we are we're at the phase when we're just you know like dancing around each other. This is how we say it in, in my <laughs> language. When it, you 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 getting to know each other, you getting to know what the other one is preferring, dancing. the other one is not preferring. Yeah, dancing around each other. It's you know when it, it comes from the phrase uh, when when uh, you're dancing with a with a girl or a guy at at a, at a nightclub, and you know you're just approaching, you're dancing around each other and see what you know what each of each of you like. <laughs> yeah, this is what I we like use that. this phrase for. Yeah, it's true. I guess uh, you. I think it may be in English or in American. We're like, I think the slang word is feeling each other out. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're kind of testing each other, 
Uh, but I don't think either side can really ex- expect special special terms on either side. So I think we're just kind of going down the standard standard uh, road right now. And yeah, I think the Alibaba payment to, to get uh, get back to that real quick is uh, is uh, good because Alibaba. Well, it's a, first of all, it's a huge company, and it's also giving us some security that uh, the com- the company is legit. Or the mm. factory is legit, and it also gives them some security that we are legit and we are not going to run away with the product uh, only at thirty percent paid once we receive it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, so it's true. it acts like an intermediary. Okay, and and now for the fun part. At least for me, I'm I'm not a fan of sourcing. To be honest, I think you might know that about me. <laughs> Before we get into the marketing side, so we got to get we you know. We, this is where I can't wait. You know, I've been really on the edge of my seat. I think you too. I mean, we want to make money too. We also, <laughs> exactly. So we got the ASIN on. Good job. You got that. You got that listed. Yep. So for listeners, we you know we don't. We were actually asking that too. Uh, we can get that created even before we have the product at the FBA. So we get the hang of the uh, the title description and all that information. We got to get pictures made and write out the description from our competitive analysis. All that all that fun stuff. Exactly. Uh, for the ASIN to be created on Amazon, basically you need the very basic uh, uh, info of your product and the UPC code, which is pretty much the um, well, like the barcode that you can purchase at several several uh, online online uh, sites or even off of Amazon or eBay. Um, that uh, or if you're selling a product that is that already has a barcode, you'll just look at the the number right below the barcode, and that's that's the UPC you add to your product. So Amazon will be able to um, wire it to 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 something, you know. So it, it 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 will be able to connect it with some some product categories. It will be able to uh, to well differentiate or know something about your product right away, and. Um, Except if you're private labeling, then you're obviously going to have a, a new UPC, like in our case, and then you have to set up the category yourself. Mm-hmm. And this is what happened yesterday. And basically, our product is listed right now. Even though the listing is not final, we're going to make uh, a completed step-by-step. We have it up there, but uh, we're going to add the final picture to it, which our, our designer is going to be working on. Uh, we're going to add the uh, uh, description and the title filled with the keywords we want. And Cadrian um, and Mike, the marketing department, is working hard on, on the keyword searches. So basically, that that is how a listing is going to build up. Uh, it's important for us that we're only doing one listing in the beginning. So in case you want to sell many items, like hundreds and hundreds, you you might not do it this way. You might go through a spreadsheet and upload or import the spreadsheet to Amazon. But for us, we're making sure that everything's perfect right from the beginning. So we have all the keywords in, in place. And um, and basically, we're establishing our brand online right now. Mm, yeah, it's step by step. I mean... Although I think we've kind of missed Christmas, but I think it's more about uh, the long term of the of the brand of the business and the processes. I always think of you know the processes set us free, and you know once once we get everything smooth and get this first order through, it's uh, it's all about you know Mayor's also a big fan of processes. It's all about you know following the systems and improving 
improving efficiency, productivity, and uh, and tweaking and tweaking it. Right. What? It is. It is just. Mm, you know, it, it makes me so exciting. Like I, I cannot wait to finally get it out on the market and make all the sales and just. Uh, I'm following all these uh, Amazon FBA sellers and coaches and. Um, getting all the insights, learning day after day. And I see how much it works. I see how much it just, it, they, once you do it, once you set your mind to it, it's, it's going. And people are making tons of money. People are creating tons of value. People are becoming sellers, uh, registering brands, becoming like uh, brand owners. And, and, and it's so amazing. It's so motivating. And I, I, I cannot wait to, well, we are doing it too, but cannot wait to make all those sales and actually show the audience how it the, the entire journey and how it has been done. You know, yeah. once we got get to the point when we're making all those sales. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. And so I think we kind of went through the systems. The other crazy thing is the factory is going to help us take product photos even. <laughs> Lorenzo, is, yeah. they got like a little photo area there. I know we were wondering how we're going to do the photos, but... Yeah, I'm pretty pretty impressed with this factory. But at the same time, I have to be honest, you know, it's a little bit scary. They can do so much and they can do everything, you know, that's a little bit scary at the same time. But um Yeah. But it but, but but on the other hand it's a, like a great help. I mean, I feel like it's perfect in the beginning to start out with and make sure that, you know, um we're 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 there. And we, we just do it. I don't think we have, I mean, long term, obviously, we would want to be afraid of, of uh, several things. But but for now, I, I'm, I'm happy that we found a factory that can do so many things for us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we got to go meet them. You know, well, Lorenzo's meeting them in person, which is good. And then they, uh, we just got to keep building that relationship. Like I tell people sometimes, they, I say they're our business partners. Some people think the factory isn't, but of course, they're not a shareholder. But you know, I think that they are. We're very, we're very rely, reliant on each other to, uh, you know, to be a successful business. If we have problems with the orders, problems with the quality, you know, our business is at risk. So it's exciting. Exactly. So all right, Roland, and thanks for sharing with everyone our our next update. And uh, I think maybe hopefully by next time we'll have some samples and some 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 uh, purchase orders and contracts and time timeframes but i think as far as the timeframes let's say the middle of november we should have production samples and then i think it's a month for the production so i guess it's going to be the middle of december when it'll be done yeah and then it's going to be shipped it might be landing for around christmas or something um yeah just get i mean it's still it's so exciting and i cannot wait for it so it is going to be amazing it's just going to be amazing for sure all right, awesome. All right, let's get back to thank work. You, thank you so much for having me and have a great day. Let's right. let's keep on rocking. Let's rock. Thank you, Roland, for sharing. And, you know, we keep our promises. We're being transparent and open with what's happening here in our e-commerce gladiator series. Again, I know some people have been saying it's confusing with all these different names and people. And I know it's a little bit overwhelming even for me. We have, just to recap, Roland's our partner, COO, shareholder of Par Living Inc., the U.S. Delaware company we set up for this Amazon business. We have Eno. He's working on the ground in Ewu from Insight Quality. 
Andy Church is the owner of Insight Quality, and he's been on the show too. He's helping with the quality control and production oversight. So those two represent that company. And then we have some great partners in the business. You know, I had to make some hard decisions and couldn't take everybody that applied, but these are the people that applied to be our business partner. And we already mentioned Roland. We have Kadrian Chan. So Kadrian is our CMO, our marketing officer, and he's based in Hong Kong. And he's uh, invested as well as being partner in the company, Jack Pinkerman, North Carolina. He's doing, he's really a great keeping us all in line and helping with the books. And he's our, he's our uh, partner there as well as our CFO or chief financial officer, Lorenzo. Lorenzo is doing great. He's uh, on the ground in Hangzhou going to Iwu often, helping keep this supply chain going and keeping this updated. He also wrote an amazing supplier report that we shared on the blog. I will link to that. He wrote an amazing supplier report that's a, a guest blog on the Global From Asia blog. And this is amazing. And of course, last but not least, Mayor Simhi. He is our inspiration of this business. In July, I was having dinner at his house and he told me I should get back into Amazon. And I was giving him some maybe excuses and he says, make it, make it part of the blog. Make engage your audience engage the people so he's a shareholder now and a mentor and advisor and great friend of mine so thank you mayor helped us a lot with the samples checking so that's that's the team and i am you know we're doing so much here and i appreciate everybody for listening all the way to the end and being part of this watching it live or maybe listen to it years later i hope this helps you hope this inspires you And again, I hope you are taking action in your businesses. All right. Take care, guys. Global from Asia e-commerce gladiator series, where you can follow along the progress of setting up a cross-border e-commerce business from start to finish. Hear insights of real product research, Amazon FBA, China manufacturing, branding, marketing, and all the blood, sweat, and tears of building a global business from Asia. Branding, marketing, and all the blood, sweat, and tears of building a global business from Asia.